You're listening to Living Free, your podcast for a life full of freedom and magic. I'm your host, Tanya Hirsch, and I hope that every time you listen, you feel a little bit more inspired to follow your intuitions and to create a life beyond your wildest dreams. Today we're talking about inner confidence and the difference between outer confidence and inner confidence and I'm sharing a few personal stories with you and also how you can strengthen your inner confidence. So what's the difference between your inner and your outer confidence? I feel sometimes we're not aware we don't have inner confidence until things fall apart, until things don't go the way we expected them to go. For example, I always thought I'm very confident with men until I got ghosted. Like for two years straight, I was dating guys and then suddenly they would just disappear and leave me on red and didn't tell me why. And then I started to realize my confidence was so much put on outside validation and on the outcomes that I saw. And it was the same in my business. And maybe you can relate to that, that we are confident until <laughs> we are confident in our business until we don't sell anything, especially if you have a sole business like me, and I know a lot of yeah people do that follow me. It's not that you sell a jacket and if jacket doesn't get sold, you can blame it on the jacket, you can blame it on the customer. But if you are your business and you try to sell and you put your heart and soul into it and no one signs up, no one buys your product, even though you believe in it, you have your why, you're confident, you know the transformation it will provide and no one signs up. And that's the art of staying confident in yourself to know even if I don't sell a thing I'm still worthy and I'm still confident in who I am being so for me the difference is do you put your confidence on things outside of yourself like the sale the money you make the people you date the validation you get from them the way they make you feel loved in relationships Or can you source that from within and you know even if all of that falls away, you're still confident in who you are being because you walk the path that gets you there. And I'm going to share three tools with you that have helped me so much to gain that inner confidence. And one of them is facing your biggest fears. <laughs> and that might sound cliche, but as long as you don't face your biggest fears, As long as you avoid your fears, as long as you stay away from them and stay in your comfort zone and don't put yourself out there, you won't be able to feel inner confidence because they have power over you. It's like you're hiding them in the closet and you make sure the door is locked, but only by facing them, only by looking at them and inviting them in, you will gain confidence because, you know, even if your biggest fear appears, and I'm going to share a few personal stories on that in a minute, You still have you and you can hold yourself in it. And that requires a lot of inner strength and ability to hold your emotions. And that's my second point that we will dive into after this first point. So what I mean by facing your fears. And I don't say you don't always face them by choice. Sometimes these fears appear and you don't have another choice but to face them. And then you realize, wow, I thought I'm going to die if I face this fear. And here I am. I made way through even if I didn't know how. You learn to trust yourself in the process. You learn to see and feel your worth in the process. And yeah, when I came here to Moorea, and I feel it's one of the most potent islands to face your fears. The retreat girls during Wild Soul can agree on that. <laughs> They also had to face some of their biggest fears. 
I had no idea what this journey will bring. As you know, I moved here without ever being here before. I just had this inner knowing without the knowing that Morea is my home and that I'm supposed to be here. So I trusted my intuition. I booked a one-way ticket and I moved here, even though I still don't speak French, even though this is one of the most expensive islands in the world. I just trusted my intuition and myself that no matter what comes up, I will be able to hold it. Had I known what I would be going through, <laughs> I would have never entered that plane. But because I made it through, I feel so much more resilient. I feel so much more confident in who I'm being. Before I was always like free and independent and I thought I was confident. But when all these things happened, I realized, wow, this was so much based on outside validation, on outside approval, on outside things and people that I yeah, didn't even realize how small my inner confidence was and I'm gonna start with a very easy light example that happened to me and then we go into the deeper layers so as I mentioned I arrived here about almost a year ago now 11 months and I was living before I found this beautiful place here I was living in a shared house it was like a guest house there were at least always five people I didn't have a door it was like a beautiful home but it wasn't for me because I didn't yeah I didn't have my space and I had faced a lot of fears already there and one of them was a very physical little fear that you might relate to to other animals or other things you're afraid of. So the only animal I have been afraid of were snails. So not snakes. I love snakes. I see them all the time when I was traveling. I'm not afraid of spiders. I lived with a spider this big in Australia. But since I'm a little child, I'm afraid of <laughs> of snails, the little naked brown snails that normally come in the garden. And this was one of the first words I was able to speak. And out of the trolley, I would always look and say Nekiwe, which means snails are hurting in a childish German way. And I was always afraid of snails. Like literally, if I would go into the garden and there was a snail, I would just run back into the house and cry. <laughs> I was so afraid of snails. And I thought that's something I can never face because I just get paralyzed when I saw a snake. I could move and I know it's irrational, but somehow my brain conditioned snails with fear. Even if you might not relate to that, you can maybe transfer it to another thing you're afraid of. And then I woke up in this house and normally there was always people, but that specific morning, it was just before I went on a podcast interview with my dear friend Sarah, I woke up and I was living in the first floor. There was a mosquito net around my bed and I still don't know how this happened. This is the magic of this island. I woke up to a little snail right next to me in my bed. <laughs> Can you imagine that? I woke up and the first thing I saw was this brown slimy snail next to me in my bed. And then I was paralyzed like I always am. And normally I would cry for help, like put this thing away. But I was alone. So I was in this moment of I have to get rid of this. And I have my podcast interview in a few minutes. So what am I doing? And normally, yeah, I always had situations where I could just escape and never really face that fear. But I had to. So I put a shell and I managed to get it out of my room. And then I was like, wow, I never thought I could be able to do this, even though it was just a tiny little thing. But I was able to face this fear and... I feel stronger now. I feel more confident. And that's exactly the moments that give you that inner confidence. Another big fear was that I'm gonna live alone here on this island because I didn't know anyone. I didn't speak the language. I lost two of my best friends when I moved here. And my biggest fear was to end up alone here. Guess what? Welcome to Morea. I had moments where I was 
utterly alone, where even the people that I normally can reach out to went through a shitstorm of fat things. Like they couldn't, they just couldn't hold the space for me. And I was, yeah, I was just so alone while facing my deepest loneliness. I talked about this in my podcast a lot that my biggest fear of being alone was coming true. And I always thought I'm not able to survive when I'm alone. But actually, I was. And it gave me the resilience and the confidence to know I don't need anyone, but everyone that comes into my life is an add-on. And I also realized in this dark, shitty, messy, muddy, painful moment, which continued for a few months, beginning of this year, that I gave them so much power the people in my life like I was so empty on love I was so empty on approval on validation that I was always looking for someone to hold my emotions to look for validation and this doesn't work in the long term this doesn't build deep connections and deep intimacy with people and it doesn't build your inner confidence because you know if they fall away I'm gonna be you know alone and hopeless and yeah I really thought I'm gonna die if I don't have anyone in my life and in this darkness I learned how to hold myself in my deepest emotions and that's a skill that we will also be diving into in soul aligned that is essential for every area of your life to be confident in who you're being and not what you're achieving or who you're with you know that even if the love of your life that you thought you're gonna be with forever and i've had one of those even if this falls away you still know you have you and you are your own best friend and lover and you can hold yourself you have compassion for yourself You know how to feel and express and release these painful emotions. So I could continue with this fear part for a very long time because so many fears manifested this year. But I think you get the idea of what I mean by facing your fears. And the second thing, the second tool that I can share with you that gives you inner confidence is facing your emotional pain. And I know... We are masters in running away from our emotional pain. We are masters in running away from our past. But the thing is, if you never face your emotional pain, it has so much power over you and you will do everything to avoid this pain, to not feel the emotion that was too painful to feel in the past. And what do I mean by that? So everyone grows up with caregivers, whoever that was in your life. Maybe it was your parents, maybe you grew up in a foster care, maybe it was your grandparents. And we are all human, right? Just because you didn't receive something doesn't mean your parents or whoever raised you were bad parents or bad people. But because they also carried their own trauma, their own pain, they did the best they could, but they couldn't always give you what you needed. For example, my parents gave me a lot of freedom. <laughs> so much freedom. I didn't even know what no means, what boundaries. I was allowed to do everything. I was almost raising myself because I could do whatever I want. But... They didn't know how to hold my emotions. I was very welcome to show my happy side, my sunshine side, my, you know, the joy, the happiness, the ease. That's what I was known for in my family. But if I was angry, if I was sad, if I was really like feeling these deep emotions, my parents were overwhelmed. And I noticed this pattern in myself when I became a school teacher too. If a kid was screaming and raging, I was like, I don't know what to do with that. <laughs> I have no idea how to handle this because I didn't allow myself to feel my own rage. I thought I'm not an angry person. I never feel rage. I never feel anger until I came to Moria and all of that came out and I went screaming into the ocean and I accessed these deeper layers of emotions that unleashed my inner wild woman and unleashed so much more pleasure and joy and aliveness as well. So I want you to look at your own family system 
and to ask yourself honestly and I know this is not always easy because we always yeah we sometimes put our parents on pedestrians and we know they did their best but to really ask yourself what did I not receive from them so for me it was love warmth validation approval security safety and then look at yourself where in my life am I looking for this outside of myself so where in your life are you looking for approval if you didn't receive it For validation, if you didn't receive that in your job, in your relationship. For me, personally, it was always love. I didn't know how to love myself. And I didn't even really know how to receive it. But I was constantly looking for it outside of me. Because I had this deep wound of feeling unlovable that came up beginning of the year. Together with the loneliness and all the biggest wounds that were established in my first year of life. And... To look at that and to be honest with yourself. We all have these wounds. This is what makes us human. But you decide if you allow these wounds to rule your life, to have power over you over and over again in every situation, in your job, in your relationships. If you don't get that, that you feel hurt, that you run away, that you find someone else, that you distract yourself, that you numb yourself because you don't want to face that pain of feeling unlovable, of feeling unworthy, whatever it is. So. Yeah, just take a moment to think about that. Where do you look for that outside of you? And how can you source that from within? And that most of the times implements to face your biggest fears, to face the deepest wounds and to face your emotional pain. And sometimes we need someone to hold space for that. Sometimes we can do that alone. It's a skill that we establish, especially if we didn't learn how to. So in this moment where everyone fell away in my life, where no one to hold space for me. And I always at least one really close best friend that we shared everything and was like an anchor in my life. And when even that fell away and I had no one to reach out to in my deepest pain and I didn't distract myself, I didn't numb myself, I didn't run away from my pain. I sit in the uncomfortable feeling of my emotional pain and I really thought I cannot survive. That was really painful and really intense. That's where I found my inner confidence because I realized first and foremost what didn't work until that moment that I was looking for it outside. It was like a cup with a hole in the bottom and I was running around like, please fill my cup with love because I don't know how to love myself. Please fill it. And of course, sometimes we get these validations or this love from the outside and it feels good because this hole disappears for a moment. Sometimes we even establish shopping addictions or alcohol, whatever gives you the feeling of feeling whole. If you outsourced it, that's when it's going to be a problem because it has power over you and it will never last in the long term. So if you receive that piece of love, that piece of validation, you feel good and confident until it's stripped away, until this person ghosts you, until this person leaves you, abandons you and your deepest wounds get activated. We feel confident until we sell the things we're good in our job, until we are not anymore. And this happened in my business this year too, that I launched a lot of programs and no one signed up. <laughs> and like I said, if you sell a jacket, you can blame it on the jacket. But if you are your business, especially we women, we can start to take that personally and take it on our self-worth. But in these moments, it's always an invitation. If you don't distract and don't try to fix it, but be with it, be in the discomfort, that's when you find your inner confidence and your inner strength and I want to invite you to firstly become aware of your own protection mechanisms. Where are you running away from your fear, from your emotions? Where, how do you distract yourself? Is it every time you feel like a discomfort arising, you grab your phone? Do you eat? Do you drink? Do you meet people? Do you exercise even though your body is asking for rest? What do you do 
in your life to distract yourself from the pain you're running away from. And that's the magic. We are so good at running away from it. The moment we face it and be with it, that's the moment when we start to fill that cup that I was talking about with the hole. That's when we start to self-source and put our own love, our own validation in this cup so it can fill from the inside and you can self-source yourself from within and not from the outside. So that's two really important tools to, yeah, to gain confidence and to strengthen your confidence internally and not make it dependent on how much money you make, on how many people you have in your life, but to know even if everything falls away, even if every person disappears, even if I make zero sales, I am confident in who I am being because I am a good friend to myself. I'm my best friend and my lover. I'm, I have compassion with me. And that leads me to the third and last tip that I have for you. And that is self-worth and self-love. So I feel confidence, especially internal confidence, is so deeply connected to our self-worth. So how deeply can you find your self-worth from within? And it's connected to the other things that I shared. Do you put it your self-worth on your outside things in life? Do you look how much money you make to feel your worth? Or can you find your worth from within by connecting so deeply to your inner why, the reason why you are doing it? that you know you are a powerful healer, a powerful artist, a powerful mother, whatever your purpose is right now, and it can change along the way. Don't put the outside validation on top because then your self-worth, your confidence will always depend on it. And if it falls away, your world shatters. How many people lose their job and they lose their identity because their whole identity was based on that job or even that person in a relationship? So learning how to self-source yourself from within with the things you didn't receive as a child, put that in your cup first. Learn how to love yourself. Even if you make zero sales, it's so easy to kick on that inner critic that says, oh my God, it was obviously that no one signs up because you suck at what you're doing. You know, the inner critic, we are, no one in the world is as harsh with ourselves than our inner critic. But we can choose. Do we give that inner critic power? It was clear that this person was going to leave me. Of course, they're going to abandon you because you're not worthy of love, of validation, of whatever you're looking for. Or can you stop that inner critic and say, thank you, I know you want to keep me safe. I know the reason why you're here. But I am choosing a different story. I know myself. I know who I'm being. I trust myself. I know that I can hold myself. Whatever comes up, I have me. Yeah, your inner confidence and your inner strength is built. So... Know your why, learn how to love yourself, to be compassionate, to stop that inner critic from leading your life instead of thinking what could go wrong, what could happen, the worst case scenarios that it's so easy to lean into. Lean into your inner knowing, lean into what could go right. How magical can it get if you are tense and you try to control everything in your life because you're afraid and your fear rule your life? Of course you won't feel empowered. Of course, you won't feel confident from the inside. Of course, you can't be surprised by magic because you're holding on and you're trying to already know what's gonna come next. But can you open your body? Can you surrender? And that's why your sexual energy has so much power and gives you the tools how to let go. You can't have an orgasm by holding on. You have to let go and to surrender. And we're gonna dive into this in Soul Aligned my three months healing and embodiment journey and I can't wait. I receive messages from the women inside every single day what is already happening by just them saying yes to this journey, by them saying yes I want 
a different path for myself. I deserved it. And I am so excited for this. So if you feel like you want to be part of this, I have three spots left and I'm going to be sailing. <laughs> That's my launch strategy right now. I'm going to go on a sailing boat next week. So I probably won't promote this so much longer. If you feel the calling to join, now is the time. It's going to be magical. It's already shifting so much in women's lives. So if you feel you don't know how to self-source yourself, you don't feel safe in your body to feel your emotions, to be yourself, maybe you feel even disconnected from who you truly are, from your sensuality, from your creativity. That's always the number one indicator that something is off if you don't feel creative because this is our aliveness. This is our life force energy that's supposed to flow. And that's always when I realize something is off. If I don't feel creative, I know I have to practice the tools that I'm sharing even deeper. If you don't feel empowered, if you allow other people to have power over you, other situations, if you feel you have armored your heart because of things in the past that have hurt you, if you're not confident in speaking your truth, if you're swallowing your truth in relationships, in your job, if you keep yourself small, this is a huge one and activating my voice has changed my life forever. In 30 minutes, I will have a podcast interview with Andrea and she's going to talk about the Yoni throat connection. She's also going to do a live session in Soul Aligned, which can really change your life, especially if you have trouble speaking your truth. I can't remember how many times I didn't speak what I was feeling in a relationship and this changed by finding my voice and also by connecting to my intuition and what's right for me. Because as you know, I've been in a relationship with a narcissist and If you come out of that, you don't know who you are anymore. You don't know what self-love means, what self-worth means. It's like smashed into a million pieces if we allowed this person to manipulate us to... Yeah, I'm not gonna dive too deep into this now, but I know how it feels to have zero self-worth and zero self-love, to not speak my truth. I swallowed down my truth so many times because I was afraid of conflict, that I rather kept the harmony, even if that means to swallow the poison of... Yeah, not speaking up and not sharing what was on my heart. And I don't want that for you. <laughs> I want this world to be full of empowered women that share their magic with the world because every single one of you has a gift and has talents and your unique story makes you so special and the world is waiting for you to share it. So if you feel you're ready to go really deep into the root cause of why you don't feel the things I just shared about, why you can't live the life that you truly desire, then I can't wait to hear from you. I would love to have a conversation. The three spots are left now. And I'm going to close right here. And I wish you a wonderful day.